Welcome to today's Daily Focus. For the next 45 days, we'll focus on one daily activity that's specifically designed to move your business forward. We're in the midst of the largest tax season in our history and no one should miss out. Let's get started. Today's focus is going to be returning to something that's been working really, really well for us, but with a little bit of a twist today. Yeah. So today we're going back to social posts. And Kendra, I think this is everyone's favorite activity. I think so. It's so simple. It's easy. You're literally cutting and pasting right into your social networks or clicking on the button to post. And the generation of response is really significant. Well, this is so much easier than the Friday work you've been giving, which is yeah, like yeah. follow up with clients. <laughs> I'm the taskmaster, but you know, follow up's a big part hey, of it. Hey, you know what? It's been generating a lot of new clients, so it I'm has. not going to complain too much. But social media is a lot easier. And you mentioned um, that we're doing something a little bit different today. Um, so we've been posting our sign-up link, and that's mm -hmm. generated. That has, in fact, if you said, what's the goal of this? Well, the goal is to get a new client to exactly. sign up. But there are there. There are other goals in social media. There are, and um, so often when you're, you know, think of yourself when you're out there and you're on LinkedIn or you're on Twitter, on your Facebook, you're looking for something, um, you want something significant to look at, read, associate with, a group yeah. that feels like it fits you. And so content is really important. And that's something that when you share content that people can relate to, that they find it reliable and something they can benefit from, it raises your credibility substantially in their mind. Yeah, and that's part of it is that you have to, um, you know, it's hard, Kendra, when we're thinking about our reputation that we want to be portrayed online, it's not just salesperson of tax credits or salesperson of insurance or salesperson of real estate or whatever the case is. You want to be an expert in your field. You want to be someone worth following, worth paying attention to. And so part of that is like in today's, we're posting an article right? and it's a blog article and you know what? It's not going to get you any signups because there's no sign-up link on it. It's not going to get you any new clients because there's no contact form on it. It's designed for you to highlight the fact that you're connected in this field of high-end tax credits. It's your credibility. It's your basis for the next time you make a post and it does have your sign-up link. Somebody saying, you know, I read that article and I think this is kind of interesting. I'm going to check it out. And so we have to do this. We have to build our credibility. And the blog articles are an amazing way to do that. Um, today's post, if you don't mind me reading Go it real it. quick, it's super simple. It simply says, this is a great strategy for hotel owners. And then it has the link to the blog article um, that references that. And it talks about why hotel owners are a great fit for cost seg. Right. So it's just a good piece of information. Now, Kendra, I want to talk about these articles as a whole for a minute. Our, my marketing assistant staff, the team members that go out there, every time they're calling or contacting a company um, and they have a good quality conversation, they send them one or two blog articles. That's how crucial we feel this is, that every time we're making a new connection, we do that because it builds credibility. Right, and you have to have that. That's a substantial step in your process on building credibility, not only online with a network of individuals, but with individual clients. And it's funny, a lot of people will say, well, that, that um, post doesn't really tell the person what the article is about. And that's purposeful. You know, being ambiguous with our verbiage is very purposeful. It creates intrigue and interest, and that is what drives them to click on that yeah. link. Now, once you're on our blog, you're gonna notice that there are dozens of industry-based articles. I would also recommend that when you're doing your follow-up meetings, in fact, Kendra, right in the client card, 
when you're under car dealerships or hotels or funeral homes, what's listed right there on the side? This is already a part of your system. They're listed right there for you to share and follow up. And we've been doing this internally, like you said, for years. And we get the question quite often with support, am I allowed to share these articles? Not only are you allowed to, we want you to. It's recommended that you do so. So make sure if you do see something that maybe fits a different potential client, get in there, copy it, send it out. And the verbiage for sending it as far as an email is in your portal as well. Now, let's head off a potential question. And I've heard this one over the years. And that is, well, yeah, but if I post a blog article, it doesn't have my contact info on it, things like that. You have to picture a social media post. This is how social media works. When you share content, what it does is it puts your wrapper around. In fact, if you want to see an example of this, last night I shared an article from Gary V on um, best practices for sales reps. And so what you're going to see is Gary V wrote the article. Gary V is who's who you're going to see there, but it put my face and my wrapper all around it. So I'm associated with this. Right. So listen, I do this. You can do this. You don't have to worry. It's not like people are going to pick up the phone, call our 800 number and come sign up for service. This is about building you as an expert in your field. So get out there, use it, see what happens with it, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Now it's time for today's questions and stories. Remember, if you'd like to be a part of this segment, just use the feature within your app. Hey, this is Jacqueline from Support. We got a great question from Tom V. this afternoon, and I wanted to call it in. The question is, when providing the monthly rate for client portal with Watsi, what is the fee based off of? Candidate screened or the amount of new hires per year? Great question, Tom. Um, you know, first I'd like to say, Kendra, this is one of the great things about our system is that we don't charge per screen. A lot of companies do. They do, and that's difficult for employers because, I mean, based off of my experience, when you're hiring, you're yep. screening tens, if not hundreds of people before you come across the one that you're gonna hire, so. Well, what we find is when you charge per screen, you actually reduce the amount that people use the system. And this comes down to, you know, kind of what business are you in? Payroll companies, if you ask them what business they're in, they're in the payroll business. Mm -hmm. Um, software companies, you ask what business they're in, they're in the software business. We're in the specialized tax business. And because of that, I don't mean to go on a rant, but we want people to take this credit. We want people to use it. And so therefore, we don't want to do anything that would cause people not to screen. Right. We want them to screen as many people as possible. We want them to see the benefit that's potentially there for yeah. them each and every time they screen. Whether they actually hire that, that individual or not, yeah. being able to see that potential is really important um, and substantial for them to see the benefit of this right. service. So that's how we don't charge. Let's talk about how we do, do? charge. <laughs> so this is automatically generated on your client signup page. Okay, your client signup page is something like gmg.me slash your number. Okay. And um, you can find this by going into the client portal and right on the home page, there's a big banner that says Watsi, Watsi client signup pages, and that's where you're gonna find this. So once you've located your page, this is your sign-up link. This is what you should be uh, putting out there in social media. In fact, right. this is what's been on a lot this of the daily focuses. This has been referenced on 
on, I don't know, most of our social media posts. And yeah. this is um, that page that's going to reference back to you. It takes your potential client through some really simple questions yeah. and qualifies them. And as they're moving through that process, one of the questions is how many people they hire per year. Yeah, and what industry are you? That way we can tell if they qualify for R&D. This is an automated process. And honestly, Kendra, I don't mean to make too big a deal out of it, but the the client sign-up pages are... Um, probably one of, if not the best things we've done in the last 15 years. I mean, honestly, Prez Pro and client signup pages are like neck and neck of best decisions ever. And that's because they simply work. If you drive traffic to them, we know the conversion numbers. I mean, heck, just in this challenge that we're doing, the, the daily focus, I mean, it is unbelievable the number of accounts that we've gotten just from people posting these links on the social media pages. Right, it generates such an interest in, I I prefer, I'm, I, I don't know if yeah. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this, but I prefer the, the dot .me or those personalized signup pages because allowing the client um, to walk themselves through a process yeah. really seems to work. It's kind of the avenue and mentality that many business owners have taken recently in the last couple of years. So allowing them to have that control, moving through the process at their own pace, doing it themselves, I think it generates in a different kind of client, yeah. one that's willing to take the time to look at the benefit and see how it works for yeah. them. So again, pricing is determined automatically, but it's based on a series of factors, most of which is the size of the company or the number of people they're going to be hiring each year. This question is from Christian B. I had a prospect ask if we have done any cost ag bills for funeral homes in the Miami area. What do I tell them? That's a great question from Christian. And you know, Christian, sometimes our clients will ask us all kinds of things and we want to be able to give them an answer right away. And with your question, um, cost ag for funeral homes specifically in the Miami area, I would let them know, um, and in doing so, we can actually reference back GMG's uh, main website, gmgsavings.com. But when you think about it, we've done hundreds, probably, I would actually say probably more like thousands across the nation of funeral yeah. homes. Um, so many so that funeral homes is actually on our industry page in our app. So making sure that they are familiar with the fact that we are an expert with their industry is really important. And that's what I would do because we can't share specific names of clients in that area, but you do want them to feel comfortable that we are associated and aware of their industry. So the first thing I would do would, would be to assure them we've actually done thousands nationwide. Actually, let me show you something. And I would pull out the app and pull up the industry page and reference that because yep. those industry pages are designed specifically to give that client comfort in the fact that we are an expert in their area. I mean, yeah, I'll go even a step further than that. You just nailed it. Right with, I mean, the fact that one sixth of our website or one seventh of our web, whatever it is, is dedicated to funeral homes, right. lets them know that this is something we take seriously. In addition, on that industry page, which you can get to gmgsavings.com, click industries and you'll see funeral homes there. Um, there's also a link to the blog section with any blog articles that are associated funeral home. And There's several there, Ryan, in fact, and we've used them um, regularly because funeral homes are such a big client of ours. And what that does is those articles actually reference specific issues that are telling to their industry. And so when they're able to read something that um, really opens up and shares and they can relate to, that's when they know and that's when they build that confidence. Um, not being able to name a specific next door neighbor really isn't the issue. What they wanna know is they wanna know that we are familiar with their industry, that we understand well, their issues and yeah. problems. I'm gonna tell you, I just pulled up the website. So gmgsavings.com, 
Solutions by Industry Funeral Homes. And right on the right-hand side, without me reading them all, there's several large statewide um, groups and associations, uh, such as like the Washington State Funeral Directors Association. Um, we've got endorsements there from the Arkansas Funeral Directors uh, Associations. Right. So again, these are great things to share. The last piece I want to give you in general, I know this is kind of a long answer, is that sometimes when a client asks for references early on, it can be a way of them uh, sidetracking or diverting or frankly blowing you off. And what you want to do anytime someone asks for references that early in the equation is say, listen, we're a little bit ahead of ourselves right now. What our process is, and you just need to repoint back to the process. So I would, if Kendra were asking me to say, Kendra, that's a good question. We're a little bit ahead of ourselves right now. What I want to do is I want to run our, our proprietary software and I want to see what programs you qualify for because we look at over a hundred local, state, and federal programs. I want to see what you qualify for. I want to see if this is a good match. And then let's kind of talk to your CPA and let's look and see if this is a good fit. Um, but first, we really got to see what you qualify for. So great question. Keep it up. Point him towards the process. Hello, this is Abigail from Support, and we had a great question come in from Randy O. And the question is, I need to send the link for a client to upload their depreciation schedule. Can you remind me how to do that? Well, great question from Randy. And uh, Randy, it has been a while. Where have you been, my friend? And um, Randy's got some, uh, he's, he's been on several of our testimonials in the past some great clients, including a uh, grocery store chain that was uh, 136,000 in fees, um, one of the features on our website actually. And so great question. And um, so to explain to everybody how these document slots work. Um, so the way to do this is in any client card, which you can add a client card or download it from LeadFeed, you're gonna open up the client card. And first thing you're gonna do is run Presentation Pro. Presentation Pro is our survey tool, of course. That's then gonna create all the products that the client qualifies for. So Kendra, this could be just cost seg. Or, or it could be cost seg, property tax, R&D, any number of they, expense reduction services, whatever that client qualifies for, which is the awesome part about the survey, is it's gonna take a look with very simple questions yeah. and qualify them for those services. Now, in addition to creating these services, um, within each of those services, based on the type of company, what state they're in, lots of size of their company, whether or not they're a startup, lots of different factors, it's gonna generate a document list. So for example, for cost seg, this is simple. We need a service agreement, which is usually signed right in the app, and we also need a depreciation schedule. Those are gonna automatically create, and when you run PressPro, the last screen you do is the contact screen where you say who's responsible for this document. That's gonna email a request directly to the client. Right. And then if you're referencing that back and you wanted to go back into your client portal to see where that spot is for the depreciation schedule, you're going to click on your client card and open it, and you'll see those circles with each service across the top. You're going to click on cost seg, obviously, if that's what you're looking for. So click on the cost seg one. Right in the middle of that top section, you'll see service agreement, depreciation schedule. And if it's already uploaded, it'll have a check mark. If yeah. it's not, it'll be open and ready where you can upload Yeah, to you it. can upload it or you'll see the email that you that just you sent send. to the client mm -hmm. and that'll have the upload link right in it. So great question, Randy. I can't wait to see your cost that client. Well, that was today's daily focus. Remember in the app, click share a story or ask a question. 
We'll be covering as many of those on the air each day as we can. But first, be sure to log into your portal. Take a few minutes to complete today's activity. It's one simple step designed to move your business forward. Tune in again tomorrow and every day through April 16th for another daily focus. We'll see you then.